Hello and welcome to the Be More Human podcast. I'm your host, Laura Bolton, and I've created this podcast with the intention of guiding you to become the master of your own health. Thank you so much for investing your time and energy to listen to this episode. I really hope that by doing so, you'll gain more power and freedom to feel great, experience life in the way you want, and make the impact you desire in the world. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to thrive eating a certain way and others don't? For example, being vegan or on the ketogenic diet. Or maybe you eat foods touted as healthy, but you still don't feel good. And what would you do with that extra time and emotional energy if you weren't fretting about what to eat? I know that so many of you are frustrated, confused and overwhelmed when it comes to food. And the intention for this episode is simply to provide that starting point. You'll discover five steps which will give you control to start figuring out the ideal diet for your own unique body so you can feel awesome and perform at your best. And as you go through each step, you get deeper into the personalization. The truth is, when it comes to health, there isn't one perfect diet that applies to all. Because whilst we do all share the same human design, we're also unique in various ways. May this please end all the arguing and self-righteousness about the matter of diet. (laughs) That is my dream. (laughs) So before we go into the steps, just a note on beliefs. The biggest one here would be the decision of whether to consume animal produce or not animal produce. Nobody can advise you on this. Beliefs are personal and they are not right or wrong, although some people appear to think that their beliefs trump others' beliefs, um, which is probably one of the key reasons we have so much conflict going on. But remember, you know, people are just doing their best based on their history, where they're currently at and the information and resources that they have available to them. So I wanted to share this before moving on to the to the diet steps because um, it is, yeah, as I said, a very personal thing and it will kind of determine to a degree the things that you're actually going to eat. Okay, let's just get clear on what the word diet actually means. We hear this word all the time and it's normally in relation to the latest weight loss diet or fatty diet but the definition of diet is simply the kinds of food that a person or animal habitually eats so step one is to eat real food all humans on this planet are designed to eat real food that nature created you know the natural food without the ingredient labels food not products Humans, especially in the Western world, have become really disconnected from real food. And I'd love us to get that connection back. Just making this one change would improve so many people's lives and would also help the health of the planet. Most of us are eating foods which are processed in some way. Foods that fall into the process category are common things like bread, bagels, breakfast cereals, granola, cookies, cakes, ice cream, yogurts, sweets, crisps, most ready meals and snack bars, and that's just to name a few. Basically anything with an ingredients label. 
Also, it's important to particularly avoid sugar, artificial sweeteners, and vegetable oils, all of which tend to be found in processed foods. We've come to accept that consuming this stuff regularly is normal, but it really isn't. And none of these foods even existed 100 years ago, and particularly the super processed stuff really acts like poison in our body. And once in a while, it may not cause significant damage. You know, even I, once in a blue moon, eat processed food. But if we consume it on a regular basis, be aware that it's slowly damaging your body and mind. Every person should have the right to choose what they do with their own body. So at least if you're choosing to eat this kind of food, you're making a conscious and informed decision to do so. I know many people who are eating foods that they genuinely don't realize are causing havoc within their body. And that to me is an injustice. And I really just want people to be informed. Our bodies and brains are literally being hijacked by the big food companies, and it's time to take back control. We are designed to eat and digest real food from nature. A human diet, just as a cow has a diet or a lion has a diet a diet which we've had for hundreds of thousands of years and it's not about calories or points or sins i cringe internally when i hear this stuff being used to market so-called weight loss diets but there'll be more on this in a future episode avoid counting and worrying about calories just eat real food and focus on nutrients instead ask yourself how nutrient dense is my meal Also, did you know that a calorie is actually not a calorie? And that, say, 100 calories from an avocado or an egg yolk has a very different effect on our cells than 100 calories from, say, ice cream. One of the people I've learned the most from when it comes to food and one of my favourite humans is functional medicine doctor extraordinaire, Dr Mark Hyman, who explains that food is information carrying detailed instructions for every gene and every cell in your body, helping them to renew, repair and heal, or to be harmed and debilitated, depending on what you eat. I actually feel like my soul dies a little bit when I see the healthy choices section in the supermarket. Most of it, guys, is processed crap, especially the products labelled diet or vegan. One of my friends actually developed type 2 diabetes from consuming special diet products because there was so much sugar in them. Seriously, next time you're in the supermarket or a food store, look at the labels. If the ingredient is not a natural food that you recognize, then it's not food. It's a processed product. The rebellious part of me feels like collecting it all up and throwing it in the bin whilst screaming in frustration and protest. But thankfully, due to all the inner work I've done and my daily meditation practice, this feeling is fleeting. And realistically, I know that the only way to change things is to just spread the light and educate others. So moving on to step two. The next level is to go for organic and local wherever possible and avoid GMOs, which is genetically modified food. From a health perspective, Chemicals used in non-organic food can be really health sapping and no, it doesn't all wash off with water. 
This is another big topic, but essentially the composition of the food itself changes when chemicals are being used in the food system. You can also look up something called the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen. So the Clean 15 are the top 15 foods which are the cleanest in terms of non-organic. And then the Dirty Dozen really are the ones that have the most chemicals in. And so they're the ones really to prioritize organic for. So I know, for example, the strawberries are on the Dirty Dozen list. So if I buy strawberries, I will go for organic. For animal produce, opt for organic eggs, wild fish, such as wild um, Alaskan sockeye salmon or any other wild fish. For meats, go for wild or naturally reared grass-fed and without hormones and antibiotics. Did you know that a lot of antibiotics and hormones actually get consumed by us through eating industrially produced meat? And this also applies to non-animal produce too. In fact, the farming industry is the pharmaceutical industry's biggest customer for antibiotics. Remember that when we consume food, we also consume what the food consumed. And that's whether it's an animal or a plant-based food. You literally eat what your food ate. In the UK, you won't find this high quality of animal produce in most supermarkets, but a few farms now do regional or UK-wide delivery service. And I'm sure that the same applies to whichever country you're in. Also, just be aware that because a food is suitable for a vegan diet, it doesn't mean that it's suffering free or positive for the environment. There's actually much damage to life and loss of life of humans and non-humans and negative environmental impact from industrial scale farming and processing of foods like corn, oats, wheat and legumes like beans. There's even now talk of blood avocados. If you're interested to know more, you just have to Google it. And then if your food is being flown halfway across the world to get to you, it's not exactly pro-environment. So if you're concerned about this sort of thing, then simply understand the story of your plate. Choose your food consciously. Ask where's it come from and how's it been produced. Choosing organic and local wherever possible is positive in three ways. For our health, for the environment and for welfare. Okay, so now we're going to get more into the personalization because whilst we all share a human design and we all need to eat real food, we're actually all slightly different in terms of our heritage, our gut microbiome and what's currently going on in our bodies. Even in ancient Ayurvedic medicine, it's believed that there are different types which call for a personalized approach. So step three, as a start to personalization, is how do you feel? So how do you feel when you eat certain foods? And what foods are you intuitively drawn to eat? Perhaps ask yourself whether you're fully in touch with that. Do you consume foods mindfully and take notice of how it actually makes you feel? So next time you are going to eat really notice what foods you feel drawn to and when you're eating how do you feel afterwards 
perhaps keep a food diary because when we really start to tap into how we feel when we eat certain foods, that can tell us a lot about the foods that are right for us. Just a word of caution around intuitive eating, we may be biologically addicted to certain foods. Sugar is the big one here. I used to feel like eating granola and pasta and bread and cakes, but that was my biological addiction to sugar. We can sometimes crave foods that we're intolerant to as well. We also might have past trauma, which is driving food addictions. These are different topics that I'm not gonna go into now, but we will explore in future. This moves me nicely onto the next point, which is step four, testing. With my clients and on myself, I use DNA testing and gut microbiome testing. For DNA testing, I use DNA Fit, and this really just gives you your genetic blueprint for various dietary factors. So an example would be your level of carbohydrate tolerance. So this is how your body reacts to carbohydrates or your level of caffeine tolerance. DNA Fit can just be really helpful to give you that information, that genetic information to guide your food choices. However, what I think is even more important is what's going on in your current gut microbiome. And that's why I love Viome. Viome tests your gut bacteria and you get insights into the, the diversity of your bacteria, which is a massive indicator of health also any bacterial overgrowths, and most importantly for this episode, what foods are ideal and not so ideal for your personal gut microbiome. With Viome, you even get suggested recipes to help you out. You can also order these tests directly, and so you don't need to pay somebody or enlist somebody to order it or consult with you. This stuff really is power to the people. So step five, the final step, is around deeper personalization in order to optimize. This is really in line with your life circumstances and what you're actually trying to achieve. It's where you really start to tweak and optimize if you want to. For example, you might want to incorporate some type of fasting. Maybe you really want to focus on boosting your brain power and brain health. Maybe you're doing physical training or preparing for an event. Most people will feel tangibly different once they follow these steps. When you're eating real foods and you're opting for organic and local where you can, and then you're personalizing through testing and your own intuition as well, you will find that you feel massively different. More energy, losing weight, better brain function. The reason for this is you are eating in the way that you're designed to and you're giving your body the environment at a cellular level that it needs to thrive. However, if you're still experiencing symptoms, whether they be physical or mental, then you may need to work with a professional. Also, Food is only one factor. So in terms of our health, there are lots of other things that influence it. The second thing to just consider is digestion. We are actually not 
what we eat, we are what we digest and absorb. So it's fantastic to eat real food, organic, high quality, getting all those lovely nutrients. But if we're not digesting and absorbing it properly, then we're going to run into problems. So boosting our body's ability to digest and absorb the food is really important. And yes, you guessed it, you'll be learning about this too. I really hope you found this episode to be of value. If so, please do share as you could help to change other lives by doing so. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a review as this will also help spread the word and help others understand what they might get from listening. You can also connect with me via my website or social media and all relevant links are in the show notes. Thank you for listening and have a vibrant day.